Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support the Dancy Lagarde Reader. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word on this, the most final of worlds. Today is the 10th of January of the year 2020. On this day in 1863, the world's first underground railway service opened in London. The metropolitan line between Paddington and Farringdon, beginning a fine tradition of ferrying furious people from one place to another a lot faster than a horse could, while simultaneously introducing the space restrictions of public transport at peak hour. These in turn have led inevitably to a situation last week where I watched two businessmen at Green Park stand sandwiched butt to butt as an old lady tried to climb under their butt bridge in the worst game of sad twister ever. Also on this day in 1946, the first meeting of the UN General Assembly took place in London with delegates from 51 countries, beginning a fine tradition of declaring things bad while knowing the people doing the bad shit will inevitably keep doing the bad shit. Celebrations today include Cut Your Energy Costs Day, so please immediately turn off all your devices, including the one you're using to listen to this. It is also Houseplant Appreciation Day and Bittersweet Chocolate Day, which means if you have a chance to eat some overpriced cacao while staring at a succulent, you should seize that chance with both hands. As always on The Last Post, it is a pleasure to introduce a guest, and in this instant, quite a famous public figure in the underground resistance movement in the U.S., Major General of the People's Party of the People United, the head of the Union Rebellion News Channel and avid collector of both succulents and UN resolutions, Major General Nato Green. Welcome. 
I prefer to be addressed as Comandante Nato Green. <laughs> oh, we've updated the terms, have we? <laughs> you know, it's uh, to to be a major general in the United States as part of the resistance, you have to speak Spanish now. So, Comandante <laughs> it is. <laughs> I will accept that, Comandante. Today's special topic is employment, and coming up we will be addressing the biggest news in employment today. But first, some stories we won't be covering in the show today with a few headlines from around the world. An ethical vegan has been fired from the League Against Animal Cruelty for being a, quote, super vegan goody-goody two-shoes and recontextualising everyone else's normal vegan moral superiority as inadequate by comparison. Big technology leaders have announced that as jobs are replaced by artificial intelligence, new markets will open in the service industry, serving coffee and massages to our corporate robot overlords. A massive spike in tarot sales and purchases of flowing scarves in France as French employers turn to crystal balls for post-Brexit clarity. And that is our headlines for today. It's time to flip open that weird bit in the paper that pays for the real journalism, the classified sections, because advertising works and we've reframed our idea of self away from community roles towards self-actualization through the median of consumption. Actualize your selfhood with any one or more of the following products. And remember, you can submit an ad by email to thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dry mouth, elevated heart rate, impaired cognitive function? Try half a glass of water. For all those times where something's slightly off and you're not sure what, but you haven't considered mild dehydration. Half a glass of water. It'll cure what ails you if what ails you is not having kept your fluids up. Spoken by Alice Fraser for the Association of Sensible Mums, not intended to replace genuine medical advice. Please perform a patch test before use and consult your doctor for alternatives if you are allergic to water. Uh, This is a for sale ad. For sale. Cursed red ballet shoes that will make you a beautiful dancer for the low, low price of having to dance beautifully forever slash until the devil's shoes dance you off a dangerous height. Call 0787 653 for details. This is an ad for a shop and it says here to read in a spooky voice. Um, Come on down to buy curios, a sexy antique shop selling sexy antiques. Want a Victorian speculum? Speculum? I barely knew him. Get a Roman soft porn mosaic for your bathroom. Look, tits in three-quarter profile. Yes, it's a papyrus from the era of sexy cross-dressing Lady King of Egypt, Hatshepsut. Most of her artefacts were smashed by her jealous stepson, but the sexy ones are here. Buy curios for all your sexy antiquing needs. Find us below the obelisk. And that is your classifieds for today. The Last Post. Our top story today is employment. NATO, what is the employment news? Uh, out of the United States, I live in California, and uh, the big employment news here is January 1, a new law took effect uh, in California called AB5. So AB5 addresses uh, the practice of companies using workers as, and calling them independent contractors. So uh, one of the features of late-stage capitalism is that capitalists think it's a slur to call them capitalists and use adorable phrasing to assist people to see themselves not as alienated workers living an increasingly precarious existence <laughs> so that the top 1% can accumulate more wealth than it is logistically possible for any person to spend in multiple lifetimes. <laughs> so the trend of the 2000s was they said, uh, you're not a worker or an employee, you're a team member. Now we're crashing into 2020 as independent contractors or freelancers. The term freelancer derives from the linguistic root of free, which refers to working for an amount of money that is functionally equivalent to not being paid at all <laughs> uh, as it relates to the cost of rent. 
uh, and the word Lancer, which refers to being stabbed repeatedly by your employer for sport and spectacle. Uh, <laughs> employers like using independent contractors instead of employees because they legally can't unionize and are not entitled to basic workplace protections like minimum wage, overtime, workplace safety standards, etc. They're cheaper and more disposable. Workers like being independent contractors because it gives them the freedom to f*** off and die on their own terms. Originally, the idea of a contractor was a pretty limited consultant role. You know, a real professional who would get a flat contracted rate to come to your company and gaze around and shout, total quality management or feng shui or some other <laughs> bullshit like that, and then go straight to Hawaii. Uh, nowadays, the independent contractor model has taken over everything, so... The law, AB5, attempted to improve conditions for workers by defining an employee in a more narrow way so that employers can't simply Harry Potter stupefy and then convert workers to contractors and get the same labor for a fraction of responsibility. Uh, so what the law says is that uh, because employee status comes with so many benefits, the law says that a boss can't call someone an employee if the work that they do is core to their business model. And AB5 was understood to be a response to the platform gig economy companies like Uber. And Uber is determined to get out of it. Uh, because the law says you can only be a contractor if the work is not core to the business, Uber made all the drivers sign something that says that they agree that Uber's core business is being a tech company and not giving people rides. <laughs> this is a very clever move. Uh, it is like the owners of American football teams announcing that football games are secondary and their core business model is giving brain injuries to black men. Uh, <laughs> the response to all this is a movement of contractors demanding that lawmakers stop forcing them to have rights and protections and that they continue to be at the mercy of their employers. They say that it's good for creativity to be a writer working as an Uber driver and plotting the story of your great novel as you dodge vomiting computer programmers emptying out of bars after last call. If going to Spain worked for Hemingway, surely driving someone home on a Saturday night will work for you. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got to pick you up on something you said a little bit earlier. You say billionaires are accumulating more wealth than they could possibly spend in many lifetimes. But are you saying that you don't want billionaires' children to live deeply insecure, unfulfilled lives in the lap of luxury while taking drugs and never doing anything with their years? Yes, I am saying that. Uh, I have I have met – I don't think I've ever met any billionaires' children. I have met millionaires' children, and boy, are they dull. Uh, so uh, I, think, uh, I think people having to, you know, derive their sense of self-worth from their own achievements would be refreshing. It's almost like material wealth doesn't quite replace uh, familial affection and the resilience that grows from having to make your own way in the world. It is almost but not exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see the implications of this being over the next year, NATO? There's going to be a bunch of lawsuits and counter lawsuits. A number of tech companies are, are going to the ballot to try to overturn the democratic process. There's new legislation um, and drivers are trying to organize uh, unions in some cases. And other groups are going hat in hand to the legislature to demand exemptions. So over the next year, the implications is that people are going to spend a lot of time arguing about things that they don't know anything about and spending money on it. But ultimately, a year from now, I believe that the workers will have uh, have triumphed and they will have rights. Uh, <laughs> I also think that, uh, that at some point someone will ask the question, why do we have Uber? Um, 
like w- why is why are, is clogging city streets with uh, individual cars instead of I don't know say funding a functional public transit system a good approach to society and, uh, and that's why and they call you the commandant that's why they call me the commandant <laughs> There's just time for one more quick story today with five tips for saving for retirement. Uh, Tip one, don't buy avocado toast. Tip two, try making a weekly budget. Tip three, avoid having a family or other commitments. Tip four, monetize your hobbies so you can feel every minute of your day is productive. Try starting a YouTube channel so even your private life is raking in the bitcoins. And tip five, be a sociopath. Now it's time for your letters to the editor. Dear Alice, I am a long-time listener, first-time writer. Over the past 10 years of The Last Post, I've been a very loyal listener, but I would like to object to the excessive advertising in your otherwise brief and charming show. Please stop advertising. Yours sincerely, Disgruntled. Dear Mr. Gruntled, conflicted though I am about capitalism, it is hard to pay the rent with download figures alone. While other podcast shows I do are funded by voluntary donations, this one is funded by ads. Might not have struck you, but writing and producing a daily satirical news show takes time away from my other hobby of being incredibly wealthy from playing the stock market and weeping into my infinity pool. I will promise to take action to remove the advertisements if you promise to pay the salaries of both me and my production team. The interns can, of course, continue to work for free. More of your letters tomorrow, and remember you can send letters in via email at thelastpost@somethingelse.com. Uh, thank you for listening to The Last Post today. You can listen again tomorrow. If you have not done so before, please listen back to previous editions. Your guest today was Commandant Nato Green. Anything to plug, Nato? Yes, uh, coming up is San Francisco Sketch Fest, the big sketch comedy festival. And on Friday, January 17th, I'm doing a show with your friend and mine, Tiff Stevenson, at the Swedish American Hall in San Francisco. I mean, that sounds amazing. Sweden and America together at last. <laughs> we finally overcome our deep-seated differences. <laughs> the Last Post is a production of The Bugle with something else. Executive producer is Christopher D. Skinner and it is hosted by me, Alice Fraser. <laughs>